Shvis Perik Yud, Mishnah Hay, till Mishnah Tess. We've been learning till now the halachas of Prusbol, which is the instrument that was instituted by Hillel Hazokain to allow people to lend money towards the end of the seventh year with the ability to claim the money back after Shemitah has finished. We saw that Prusbol is a proper document with the words that hand over the ability to claim the money back in the hands of Bastin. The laws of uh, Prusbol are continued in our Mishnah, and we're going to be discussing the timing of the writing of the Prusbol document. The halacha is, is that if you write a Prusbol document, you need to write the date on it, and any loans which have taken place previous to that date are now handed over to Bastin, and then the person who lent the money is able to claim his loan back even after Schmitter. But if after he's written the Prusbal document, he then subsequently makes another loan to somebody else, then the earlier document of Prusbal does not help to transfer loans which have not taken place. As such, any subsequent loans are not under the heter of Prusbal, and therefore the person who lent the money will be unable to claim his loan back. It is therefore in the interest of the person lending the money to write the Prusbal at the very end of the Shemitah year, so that he would include all the loans that he has made previously. And therefore, Amishna starts off, Prusbal hamukdam kosher. Any Prusbal that was predated is kosher. Let's give an example. If a Prusbal was written on the first day of ER, but the date written on the Prusbal document is the first day of Nisan, this means that the Prusbal document has been predated. As such, any loans which took place before the first day of Nisan can be claimed as a result of this Prusbal. But any loans which took place between the first day of Nisan and the first day of ER will not be able to be claimed based on this Prusbal because the date on the Prusbal is only the first of Nisan. This is putting the lender of the money at a disadvantage and as a result, this star of Prusbal would be kosher. However, if the date on the same Prusbal was written not the first of Nisan, but was written after ER, for example, it was written, the date was written the first of Sivan, then this Prusbal looks like it would include any loans that took place between ER and Sivan as being under the scope of the Prusbal document to reclaim the loan back. However, the Prusbal itself wasn't written on the 1st of Sivan, but only the 1st of ER. And in reality, the person will not be able to claim his money back from any loans which took place after the 1st of ER. Therefore, the Mishnah says, If the date on the Prusbal document was later than the date where the actual Prusbal was written, such a Prusbal is possible, is invalid. These predated and postdated documents are true of Prusbal, however, the opposite halachas will apply to regular documents of loan. When a person lends somebody else money, let's say the lender is lending £100,000 to a borrower. When that loan takes place and the document of loan is written, the borrower not only undertakes to repay back the £100,000, but at the same time he puts all his own property as a guarantee to the lender in case 
the borrower defaults on the loan, doesn't have the money to pay the loan back, the borrower will have to give the property to the lender. The lender of the money has a lien, which is L-I-E-N, on the property. This lien allows the lender to claim the property back in case the borrower defaults on the loan. The timing of this lien is very important because even though the property stays within the property of the borrower, nevertheless, the lien belongs to the lender and as such, the borrower cannot decide to do whatever he wants with the property because if he does default on the loan, the lender can come and say, where's my land? And the borrower would have to supply the lender with the land instead of the money, which he couldn't pay back. So this lien takes effect from the date of the actual loan taking place. So imagine that a loan of £100,000 taking place on the 1st of ER. And a month later, when the lender asks for his money back, the borrower says, I don't have any money, rather take my field. However, in the meantime, the borrower has sold on the field to a third party. The halacha would state that the lender of the money can go to the purchaser, this third party who bought this field, and say, you bought my field and I didn't give you permission to buy my field. I want my field back. And the buyer would have to return the field back to the lender of the money. This, of course, means that when a person buys a field, he has to make sure that there is no lien on the field that he is buying. He would make sure that the person he is buying from is not indebted to anybody and that there are no liens on the field that would predate the buying of this field. In our case, the loan took place on the 1st of ER and the sale took place maybe a month later on the 1st of Sivan. In such a case, the lender of the money can claim his field back. Let's say, however, when the person bought the field on the 1st of Sivan, there was no outstanding lien on the field. However, after the sale of the field, the seller then decides, maybe a month later, to borrow money from a lender. Maybe, let's say, it happened on the 1st of Tummers. However, when they put the date in this loan, they wrote the date as being the 1st of ER, two months earlier, which was before the sale of the field. If you were to look at the document, you would think that the loan took place the 1st of ER, and therefore there would be a lien on the land from the 1st of ER. And so even though the sale took place on the 1st of Sivan, which is a month later, the lender would be able to claim that you bought a land which had a lien on it, and therefore give it back to me. As such, our Mishnah says that Shtare Chov HaMukdomin Pesulin, if you have a loan, and in that loan document it's predated, thereby giving the lender an earlier lien, such a document, Pesulim, is invalid. However, if the opposite is true, and when you wrote on the document of loan that it actually took place a month later, and therefore the lien only takes effect a month after the loan actually took place, this will have no consequence to any buyers of the land, and as such, for Hamu'achorim, kishirim, any 
post-dated loan document will be kosher. The Mishnah continues with the laws of Prusbal, and we understand that it's the person who is lending the money who needs to write the Prusbal document in order to be able to claim his money back after Shemitah. And therefore, Echod Lovemechamisho, if one person borrows from five individual lenders, then the individual lenders want to make sure that they've written a prusbal individually so they can claim their money back from that one borrower. As such, there is one prusbal document written for each of the five lenders. However, vice versa, if one person lends to five different borrowers, then the lender only needs to write one star. He needs to write one prusbal, which includes all the loans that he made, and he'll be able to claim with that one prusbal of five people who borrowed money from him. Mishnah Vov. When the rabbis instituted prusbal, they did so in order to protect people who wanted to borrow money, to allow them to borrow money even towards the end of the seventh year, where otherwise people would be reluctant to lend them money. As such, the rabbis instituted different decrees which made it easy for the person to be able to borrow the money, but they also based the prusbal on regular normal standards of loans. As we mentioned previously, when a person lent money, he would normally have a lien on the land of, of the borrower. And therefore, says our Mishnah, Ein kosim prusbal el al-hakarka that the prusbal will only be written so long as the borrower has some land to allow the lender to claim from in case there is a non-payment of the loan. In Ainlo, however, if the borrower doesn't have any land, then mezakehu besoch sodehu kolshehu. The rabbis allowed that the lender of the money should be able to give some rights in the lender's land to the borrower, to make it as if the borrower had some land, and therefore to allow a loan to take place using the prusbal. And even hoisolo soda mumushkenes boir, let's say the borrower had land, but that land was under a different lien from a different lender on a different loan, nevertheless, kosvin oleha prusbal, they would, uh, rabbis would allow you to use the same land for this new loan and to use a prusbal as well. Rabbi Chutzpis, Rabbi Chutzpis brings another kula, another leniency, that kosvin lo ish al nichse ishto, that where the borrower has no land of his own, but he is married and he's able to use the property that belongs to his wife, he can even claim that land as being his own in order to be able to borrow money, once again using a prusbal. Likewise, v'lai semim al aputropin. If you have your semim who are orphans, who have a based and appointed guardian to look after their affairs, who is called an apotropus, then this apotropus is able to borrow money on behalf of the semim using a prusbal, even though the Yisomim don't have their own land, since the Apotropos has land himself, he can use his own land as being a basis for which to borrow money on behalf 
of the Semim using a prusbal. Mishnah Zion. This uh, Mishnah tells us that you don't necessarily need to have land to be able to borrow money um, in Shmita using the prusbal, but even a Kaveris Devurim, which is a large beehive, which is sitting on the ground, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Rabbi Eliezer says, Harihi Kikarka, it has the law of halachically of karka, of land, and therefore of a kosvinoleho prisbal. You can use this big beehive to be instead of land, and therefore you can write a prisbal. And now that the rabbis have said that this big beehive has a din of land, ve'eno mekabeles tuma bimakomo. It cannot be become tome if it's still in its place. Tumol only applied to something which is movable, like a vessel, and therefore this beehive, which is considered halachically like land, will not be mekabel tuma. And v'haroda mimen of Shabbos, someone who takes honey out of this beehive on Shabbos, will be like taking or picking something which is growing on the ground on Shabbos, which obviously you cannot do. Since this beehive is like land, taking honey from it is like picking something which is attached to the ground. And therefore, if you do this on Shabbos, chayev, you would be chayev. However, the chachomim, the chachomim completely disagree. They say, this beehive is not considered land in any respect. As such, you cannot use it as land in order to be able to borrow money on the seventh year and use using prisbal. And umakabeles tuma bimakoma, it's not considered land. It is considered a movable vessel. As a result, it would receive tuma in its place. But if you were to take honey from this beehive on Shabbos, it's not like picking things from the ground. And therefore, potter, he would be exempt. Mishnah Ches. We have said that on the Shemitah year, all loans are cancelled. What happens if, after the Shemitah year has finished, the person who borrowed money wants to repay the loan that he made before Shemitah? So, the lender should say to the borrower, as he is about to receive his loan back, he should say, ani. I am not going to accept the money from you because this loan has been cancelled. Says the Mishnah, Omalo, if the borrower then insists and says, Afal Pikain, I know that you're being very nice and being true to Torah law by not accepting the money, but nevertheless, I want you to accept the money back, then Yikabel Memenu, the lender does not need to carry on insisting on not accepting the money back. Shene'emar, as the Posik says, v'zeh devar ha This is the word of Shemitah. Well, this is the matter of Shemitah, but the word devar means that in this instance, as long as the lender had said a devar, a single word of wanting to keep the laws of Shemitah by not accepting the money, that's enough. He doesn't need to say a second word or a, th- a second time to insist not to accept the money. Once would be enough. 
and from then he can accept the loan back. Kayotze Bo, using the same drosha in another context, Rutseach Shegolo Leir Miklot, someone who had killed somebody else by accident and as a result had been sent to a city of refuge, Verotsu Anshioir Lechabdo, and the people in the city of refuge wanted to honor this new guest, Yomar Lahem, the person who killed by accident has to inform the residents of that city that Rotseachani, I murdered this person by accident and that is why I'm here. Omrulo, if the people of the city respond by saying to him, Afal Pikain, nevertheless, we know that what you did is what you did, but we still want to honor you, Yikabel Mehem, then the person who did the Rotseach, the person who did the killing by accident, he's allowed to accept any honor then bestowed on him by the people of the city. Shinem, as it says, Vezer Devar Horetzeach. This is the matter, or this is the word of the Horetzeach, the, the killer by accident. So long as he said on one occasion that he doesn't want to accept any special honor, that will be enough. He doesn't need to repeat himself not to accept a second time.